Welcome to Soulful Jewish Living, Mindful Practices for Every Day, with me, Josh Fagelson. I'm grateful you're here, and I hope you benefit from our time together. I have a question for you. How do you respond when someone pays you a compliment? When I was a kid and a teenager, I remember kind of fumbling for a response. I performed in bands and orchestras, I made speeches for student government and the scouts, I led services in my synagogue. Great job, folks would say. You've got some real gifts, or in synagogue, the Hebrew phrase, yeshikoach. Something always felt awkward and uncomfortable. I'd try to be self-deprecating. Oh, it's nothing really. Or I'd be kind of self-effacing. It's not really me. There are a lot of people who are good at this. It felt awkward to get a compliment, and acknowledging it seemed almost a little self-aggrandizing. But then someone along the way gave me some advice that has stayed with me ever since. When someone gives you a compliment, just say thank you. Why? Because what that person is doing when they're saying something nice to you is giving you a gift, and they want to give you that gift. So do them the kindness of allowing them to give that gift to you. Saying thank you isn't a self-promoting response, it's just the opposite. It's a response centered on the giver. Just say thank you. I still thankfully get my share of compliments. My producer Rifki and I get them regularly for this show, so thank you. And I still thankfully practice this advice. It's so simple, but so profound and important. Just say thank you. The Torah portion of Vayetze, which covers roughly chapters 28 to 32 in the book of Genesis, tells the story of a young person, Jacob, venturing out into the world and expanding his horizons. He leaves the home he grew up in, in search of a career, a family, and an identity. He succeeds in all three. He becomes a successful shepherd, he marries and has children, and he even gets a new name, Israel. In the midst of this story, the Torah offers us a profound and simple lesson in gratitude. I mentioned that Jacob marries. Well, like many love stories, Jacob's marriage is complicated. Because it's not just one marriage, it's actually several. And at the same time, and involving sisters, and their handmaidens, which is kind of a fancy word for servants. Oi. A quick refresher, Jacob is in love with Rachel but Rachel has an older unmarried sister, Leah. Jacob winds up marrying them both. While Rachel has a difficult time getting pregnant, Leah has a bunch of babies. But Jacob clearly loves Rachel more. I think you can see the layers of how uncomfortable and painful this is for everyone involved. Leah names each of her children, and the Torah explains each name as a new plea for her husband to love her. First comes Reuben whose name is a prayer that Jacob might see Leah. Second is Simeon, from the root Shema, a prayer that Jacob might hear her. Next comes Levi, with the hope that Jacob will be reconciled with her. All these names are articulations of what's missing. Leah, a participant in a difficult and complicated marriage, is understandably distraught. She wants to find love and recognition. We can only imagine what it must have been like for kids born into this family dynamic. But then, with her fourth child, something changes for Leah. She calls him Judah, or Yehuda in Hebrew, which connotes gratitude, saying, This time I will give thanks to the Creator. 
By the time she has her fourth child, finally, Leia is able to be happy and grateful for what she has, to see what's here and not what's missing. What's fascinating, and not an accident, we assume, is that Judah, the fourth-born child, goes on to be the leader of his brothers later in life. He becomes the ancestor of the tribe from which kings are born, and, according to Jewish tradition, from whom the Messiah will ultimately come. The lesson seems to be that gratitude and the expansive and embracing emotions that come with it are the soil in which healthy identities grow. It feels better to be grateful. And those good vibes aren't just good for us, but for everyone around us. We continue to live through a prolonged moment of violence in the world and in Jewish life. The feelings we experience these days can often be hard ones. Fear, anger, a kind of despair over how long this war will go on, how many innocents will suffer and die, how long until all the hostages come home. During times like these, I can connect with Leia's feelings of hopelessness, narrowness, constriction. But that also tells me that moments like these are precisely when it's even more important to try to learn the lesson Leia learns through the birth of Judah and tap into a broader, more expansive place in my mind and heart. So in the spirit of Leia and Judah, our Jewish mindfulness practice for this week can be one of gratitude. You may have heard about a gratitude journal. Well, this week, let's try it. Each day before bed, write down three things you're grateful for, and be sure to include why you're grateful for them. When you wake up, consider reciting the traditional first words of the day, Modeh or Moda Anil Fanecha. I am so grateful to wake up again, to be here, to be alive for this day. Or you might make an intention to write a thank you note each day, or to express gratitude when you're in the store or on the bus. When you pay attention, I think you'll find hundreds of opportunities for gratitude every day. See if this week, channeling your inner Leah and Judah, you do a little more than you do already. Let me know how it goes. Drop me a line at josh at jewishunpacked.com. Blessings for the journey. Know that I'm on it with you. Thank you for joining us for Soulful Jewish Living, Mindful Practices for Every Day, a production of Unpacked, a division of Open Door Media, and the Institute for Jewish Spirituality. This episode was sponsored by Jonathan and Corey Califer and the Somerset Patriots, the Bridgewater, New Jersey-based AA affiliate of the New York Yankees. If you like this show, subscribe, give us five stars, and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Check out Jewish Unpacked for everything Unpacked-related, and subscribe to our other podcasts, and check out the Institute for Jewish Spirituality. Most importantly, be in touch. Write to me at josh at jewishunpacked.com. This episode was hosted by me, Rabbi Josh Fagelson. Audio was edited by Rob Perra and were produced by Rifki Stern. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everyone. I want to let you know about a wonderful new opportunity for folks in their 20s and 30s. It's called Shed It, and it's our new live weekly 30-minute Jewish mindfulness meditation set on Monday nights, hosted by Rebecca Schisler. You'll be able to practice along with other spiritual seekers from all over, and we even have a great WhatsApp group for you to connect. 
Go to jewishspirituality.org to find out more. That's jewishspirituality, all one word, dot org. Thanks.